Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to episode 13 of the AI Comic Pod. Uh, I am your host for this evening, uh, as always, joined by Stu Britson. How are you doing, mate? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. I'm a very excited little boy. I thought you might well be on this one. And our returning guest, um, and and man that made this all happen in the first instant, uh, Gags Tandon's back with us, talking all things Marvel. How are you doing, Gags? Hey, yes, can't <laughs> wait. This is awesome. Favourite oh, God. You're We've all up. been waiting this. We've all been waiting for this, haven't we? To be honest, this, <laughs> this, this week, movie release wise, <laughs> is probably the the pinnacle week for for all of our kind of. You know, I mean, Batman vs. Superman had a little bit of hype, but we all mentioned that Civil War was going to be the film this year that we're all kind of queuing up to see. So, Agreed. yeah, we're pretty excited, to be honest. There's a slightly different thing to set us off this week. It is the quiz, but Gags is, has got a slight twist on it, so I'll let him take over. <laughs> well, well, basically, since the first appearance on that Avengers pod, and uh, what a brilliant couple of pods they were, to be honest, and uh, they did so well, and, and basically these guys have ripped me from that day <laughs> to this day, and uh, pre- pretty much every single pod like will have me hammered. So, I thought, since it's Civil War, we're going to put these two against each other and make Did it a I real, you, real I Civil War. I told you that this was revenge. <laughs> Yeah, I said, I said to Rory the other day, this is because we've been riding you since the first pod. <laughs> ah, it's my turn now. Yeehaw! Right, yes. so, so. Live and learn, folks. Be careful who you take the piss out of. It will come back and bite you in the arse. Well, it's been fun because we've been absolutely ripping each other on, uh, it's been on, fun. on, on, on uh, Twitter and everybody's getting involved. It's like a pile on at times. It is pretty much civil war for Twitter, but yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been fun. So, okay, how are we going to play this? So... This is going to be tricky, but today, both connections seem really good. So, I'm going to ask the question, and whoever answers first, in my ears, so, wait, I mean, I'm going to be totally 
Uh, I'm not going to be biased in this at all. I do not mind who wins this because you're both team cap. So, uh, <laughs> so it matters not. To That's me. true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically. Let's see. Uh, uh, the first answer wins it. Obviously, if somebody gets the answer wrong, they cannot answer it again. And um, in fact, I'm going to make it really clever and they get a negative point. <gasps> so, you fiend. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Should we, and, and, so, so, so basically, you can answer again. Then let's do that. Because if you get a negative point, you're going to go minus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So you just get 10 wrong and give me a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So oh, you gotta, all so right, then. It makes it tactical. So that's the game, okay? So right. you get it right, you win one point, move on to the next. Uh, if you get it wrong, minus one, next guy gets the next shot. You can't keep going, bang, bang, bang. Next guy gets the first shot again. Oh. Okay, so you can keep going minus one each. Do you get me? So it's... it's yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So are we ready to do this? Yes. yes. Okay, so what we've be. done is we've mixed the questions up because we know Stu's a bit of a comic buff. We have put some comic ones in there, but not too many so that Rory has a chance. Okay, so majority are TV and movies. Okay? I'm feeling, yeah. the, I'm feeling the pressure of expectation now. <laughs> uh, this first one oh, is, is a good God. one. Are we ready? Yes, ready okay. as I'm going to be. Question one. Where is... Natasha Romanov located when she's being interrogated by the Russians in the Avengers. Oh my She's God. in a warehouse, but I <laughs> <laughs> It comes oh up with where it is. Oh Jesus mate. Um How specific do you want do you want a city or a country? I want an address. <laughs> oh motherfucker. <laughs> Um, you can both pass, so you don't get ze- you get yeah, nothing. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not, yeah, passing. No idea. Okay, so I feel good in this because I was feeling like this. You know what I mean? So 114 Zelensky Plaza, third floor, right? So <laughs> you can Jesus. see how, yeah, yeah, they're prepped. They're prepped. I instantly regret my decision. So this is this this one. I hope you get. So question two. What S.H.I.E.L.D. emergency protocol is in effect when Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers, and Natasha Romanov enter the helicarrier in the Avengers? Oh. You know this, don't you? I do. Oh, no. Rory, any ideas? I'm not guessing wrong, but it's in the back of my head as well, and it's frustrating the hell out of me, but I can't get it. Not risking it, not risking it, are you? I'm not risking it. <laughs> you can't do this! You're well, both I know! Clever. Both of you being too clever, I was expecting, like, oh. quick fire bang bang answers. Right, we're going to have to, we're going to have to move yeah. on. Okay, it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Emergency Protocol uh, 193.6, so 193.6. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! This is harder than I expected, I'll be honest. <laughs> this one is from the comic books, so... But, 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 Rory, you might know this, okay? Question right. three. At what age did Tony Stark take over Stark Industries? Oh, see, I, I think I know, but I'm scared to say in case I'm wrong. I don't want minus points. No, you've got to do it, man. You've got to do it. Come on, take a guess and I'll take a guess. Oh, 14. Nope. Minus one for Steve. Any- I was, I was going to go that as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's go 12. 21. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So you're both on minus one. Yeah. At least you both went for it. I think, yeah, was, uh, yeah. So, so it's minus one. Okay. Uh, so it's minus one each. This is great. Oh, I feel so good. Embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So this is, this is tough. Okay. In the third episode of Jessica Jones, a familiar voice comes over the radio. Who is it? Oh. 
Can you can you can you actually remember listening no. in or no? No, I can't, I can't remember the damn thing. Okay, so you don't know. So, Rory, do you know? Uh, pass. It's J.K. Simmons who played J. Jonah Jameson in uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. Okay, I didn't oh, even okay. know that happened. That's awesome. That's so good that you didn't know, isn't it? I'm Mate, just this so... is so much harder than I expected. <laughs> this is so much crap. harder than we make it. Okay. Yeah, it I, is. I'm calling shenanigans. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that you guys are like the buffs, innit? So come on, we've got to make them. Oh, Mate, these are things that... <laughs> You'd have to watch these things about a hundred times to okay, get it. Next one, question five. Nearly over. It might be a draw. You might be. You might have to do an easy one. Right. Okay. So, in the first Iron Man movie, what was the name of the terrorist group who kidnapped Tony Stark? Oh, um, five rings minus one. Fuck. So it's minus two now. Uh, do you want to have a go at that? Give me a second to try and think. You better not be googling, all right? <laughs> I'm not googling. It's <laughs> so funny. You this better is, not be googling. This is I'm classic not... delay tactics. This is what I do. It's not Google when you're on IMDb. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so he um, said I the five rings. Well. You pass. Yes. It's the ten rings. Oh, I know. oh, God damn it! I had the right idea. I forgot the Mandarin's got two hands. <laughs> <laughs> this one, question six. I reckon you, one of you, will get this. Okay. So it's uh, minus one to Rory, minus two to Stu, because he's brave. Because he's brave. He's brave, yes. Yeah, he's brave. So he, we have to give him the, the plus point there. None okay. of us are winners here right now. <laughs> in, 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 in what city and country does Natasha Romanov find Bruce Banner in the Avengers? It's India and it's... Calcutta? Delhi. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. Calcutta, India. Oh, Boom. So you're both on minus one, okay? Okay, so that is boom. Well done. That was a good one, actually. So, this one is a comic question to finish off, unfortunately, Rory. All right. But you might know this. Last question. Who was the first villain Spider-Man ever fought? Oh. See, you know, I I read something the other day, and I don't want to say it, because I don't think that's what it was. Oh, the first villain. I've actually been trying to bone up on me Spider-Man because I'm sort of getting um, back into Spider-Man. I'm going to guess the Vulture. Minus one, Rory, sorry. No worries. I was going to guess the Vulture, but the Vulture was the first properly costumed villain that he fought. Are um, you going to have a go or are you going gonna to just... Uh, no, I won't this? be a shithouse. I'll have a guess. And I will say Hobgoblin. You're both drawing a minus two. It was the Chameleon. Ah, that shit. The Chameleon's rubbish. I hate him. <laughs> Okay, so they were tough, weren't they? They were so, very so, tough. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I tell you what's I'm hard gonna, about that. Yeah, I think if you're doing it specific on a film, yeah, it's it's easier. If you're doing it across a, a broad span of it's uh, hard, Marvel, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. But yeah, basically, yeah. what I'm going to confess here is I'm not that clever. I'm not clever enough to put these together, and I had no time at all. And I'll explain why later after the pod to do this. But Joey C. Connors uh, has put this together. Uh, so well, in fairness, he's never getting an invite, then. <laughs> <laughs> so after, after Stu, the next guy I'm going to go to for questions is going to be Joey C. So I went to Joey Connors, and uh, he put he kindly, out of, um, very, uh, thank you very much, Joey, for helping me out. Yeah, thanks, Joey. And, um, yeah, cheers, mate. Because <laughs> he, he's obviously... Last time I get an invite for you on any podcast in the yeah. AI kingdom. <laughs> mate, Joey, don't worry, I'll sort you out, mate. <laughs> You'll be on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the only that. winner today was Revenge. 
No, yes. no, no. Let's go. <laughs> let's go with a. Let's go with um, something. Last question. It's Captain America related. Ooh. Okay. So the movie, the first one. Ooh. In what year in the movie is it set? Nineteen forty-one. Nineteen forty-three. Fuck's sake! You bastards. Minus from nineteen forty-two. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, that was my initial gut feeling. Right, we're going to officially call this a draw, people. Yes. No, no, I've got an idea. Nina, edit this out. 1942. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay, so so we're going to leave all that in. So, yeah, okay. Oh, that's we're hilarious. Gonna, this right, is, let's get on with the real this is, this reason we're here. This is very fitting because it means you're both equals on the pod. There you go. Have oh, wonderful. Yeah, Just like yeah. Captain America and Iron Man, but we'll talk about that in a sec. We shall. Right, let's get let's get started while we're actually here. Um, so, we talked a lot of Marvel last time, which was really good fun. So, we, we covered two pods over all of Avengers and... Um, Age of Ultron and load of other good stuff. Um, we didn't talk too much about Winter Soldier, so I've been kind of thinking, where does that film rank in your Marvel film highlights in your favourites? Gags, I'll come to you first, mate. It is really high. It is one of the best ones. It's it's more of an espionage movie rather than a well, yeah. it's a superhero. It's a superhero movie, but then it has this angle, and I think that's what the good thing about the Captain America movies is. There's always um, there's an angle, there's a story. It's not just people flying around doing all this crap, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it is It is different. I think when we discussed it before, when we did the Winter Soldier pod with Zach some while back, we did say it's like a, it's a kind of spy thriller mm. set in a superhero backdrop, which is why it's so good, really. So it, to me, it keeps creeping up towards my top spot. Yeah, uh, but, but, I, I Guardians kind of fights it out yeah. up there, and, and I mean, then the first Avengers film. But yeah, it's that's, definitely that's exactly. Yeah. It. I mean, we did the first pod, and I can't look past that dude. That first Avenger. I mean, I'm going to give you some reasons why. Yeah, I mean, we've we've covered probably a little bit on that full hour or so, but um, go and check that pod out, please. You know, cheap plug. There's a re- see. There's a reason why I'm <laughs> they have me on this because no, I'm, no, no, I'm awesome at plugging other it. pods. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> but go it. and check that pod out. The way we did, you know, handled. All of those characters in that movie, you know, that takes some skill. That to, to get them all to mesh like that, I mean, it takes some good dialogue, writing, story. For, yeah, you know, for them to bring all those together, all those years of hard work, and deliver something that was bloody humorous, made you angry when Coulson goes down, you know, makes excites you when Hulk's kicking ass and Thor's fighting him. And you know, I'll be honest, that movie was everything I look for in a comic book movie. They, they took their time and they, they they fit it all together really beautifully and. They even tease Civil War in it with Cap and Stark, you know, straight up. And it's it's a movie that has had people think, you know, it's not the bollocks like DC put out, you know, sorry. But but that's for another pod with Joe Simpson. I know this, though, is my fave. So it's fantastic. And I'm, I'm so hoping that this Captain America movie, Civil War, takes over as my fave. And going on early reports, it might just do it. Yeah, I've got feeling the same, Stu. Um, I, at the minute, I've got The Winter Soldier is probably my favourite because I've gone back and watched it a couple of times in the last three or four months and it's really jumped up. But I think it's more, I've hyped it up because, as you've said in, in the past, it really does put the foundations down for Civil War. There's just yeah. a couple of moments where you can really see the seeds being planted. 
And that's actually a really good point that Gags made when you go back to the first Avengers. You've just got the very, very tiniest bit of friction between the two of them where you start seeing that they are a little bit chalk and cheese. And it, it's obviously grown over the following, what, I mean, 10 films since then. There's, there's just been little bits of have happened and it's all coming together. But I've said a few times, I, I'm pretty sure that Civil War is going to be my favourite comic film and I think it's going to end up being my favourite film. But therein is a risk of me overhyping it and it potentially becomes a disappointment. I think, in fairness, you do like to overhype things. That's, that's your forte. Uh, <laughs> but, but you did Deadpool, I was a bit afraid that you overhyped for me. And then I watched it and I was like, no, I can see the justification. So I think given the reviews and the pre-review buzz is absolutely huge around this film. And I know people will say, well... It didn't stop, you know, Batman vs. Superman doing well at the box office, on, especially on the opening week and weekend. But that was all market-led. You know, the marketing on this film alone is is much more subtle, much more intelligent. But it's 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 already running that, you know, they weren't afraid to put the reviews out a little bit early, which is quite rare. So what you find now with, with modern-day big releases is there's this um, clause that they can't release anything until... It's usually like 48 hours before, and I think Batman versus Superman literally pushed that right until the last second so they didn't avoid any, you know, people dropping out or, or lack of interest. And a lot of people don't listen to critics and try and battle against them, but at the end of the day, the mass audience will want to go and see a film for what is costing you 15 quid, and if you're going with a family, God knows what, that's, that's worth the money, you know? And I think this film just on early buzz alone without all the expectations of it being a Marvel film are just going to be, it's going to absolutely, you know, pay every penny you go and see it. It'll be worth it. So yeah, I think everyone's genuinely excited for the right reasons. In terms of characters, Gags was, was bang on there. I think Avengers was the first film that, that really brought together that many different kind of characters and personalities onto a screen so successfully in these kind of genres. So I think given that it's a huge, huge cast of, of, of superheroes in this film, who are your kind of favourites from each side? So, Stu, start with you, mate. I've got to say Black Panther's one of them. Yeah. Black, Black, Black Panther, based on what the early reviews have, have been saying, has backed up everything that I, I kind of hoped. I, I Black Panther's a fantastic character. He's so different from what, what we've already seen. I, I, I can't look past him as being as being my favourite, although it's still a little bit up in the air as to which side he's actually on. Yeah, it, I get that impression. The initial sort of, the, the build-up was sort of suggesting that he was going to be the interim. He was neither one side nor the other. He was kind of going to be a bit of a mediator. But it does look like he's fallen on more on, on Iron Man's side because in the last couple of trailers, you've seen him fighting Cap. But I wouldn't yeah, and chasing down Bucky. A bit of yeah. a red herring, and there's going to be a bit where you're going to see him clawing into um, into Iron Man's armor. But because we already know that that's going to happen with Spider Man, we already know that Spider Man starts on one side and goes to the other because that's what he does in the comic. So I think I'll say Black Panther on on Team Iron Man, and from our beloved All Hail Team Cap, I'm going to go Scarlet Witch mm. because the, she she finished Age of Ultron really strong. She got a little prep talk from from Hawkeye and she came out and she starts ripping all the, the Ultron clones to pieces. And since then, we've now seen that she can fly. So in the months following Age of Ultron, she's gone away and she's really 
got her head down and worked out what her powers are. And she is regarded as being one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel Universe. So I, I'm very interested to see how anyone's going to fight her. And we've already seen in one of the trailers, she takes down the Vision. She just completely destroys him. She sort of paralyzes his whole body. So if she can do that to an all-powerful being like the Vision, what's she going to do to a human? Interesting, guys. Yeah, he's just ruined the whole of my points. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, I, I was just going to say, you know, I love Romanov. <laughs> you know? Well, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, you look at it and you think pound for pound, Team Cap is weaker. Apart from what he's just said, obviously, just ruining it. But then you pair him off and you think the bigger names seem to be in Iron Man's team. You know, Black Panther, Spider Man, Vision. Like fuck me, he's got a god on his team, and he's got yeah. a du- he's got a duplicate Iron Man as well, War Machine. You know, but on Cap, like he just said, on on his team, Scarlet Witch is the game changer, isn't she? Yeah, she absolutely. is the game changer. He's mentioned it all. He's beat me to it. So, um, you know, she seems to have enha- like I, I was going to say exactly the same as him. She seems to have enhanced herself so much, so much. Sorry, that she could be that she's the leveler. Because if you look at the rest on his team, compared to who's an Iron Man's team, like fucking, they're A grade, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know Spider Man's younger and all that, but if you if you go in anything, he's one of the biggies. Like for Marvel, he's one of the big. Superheroes, isn't he? He's one he of the is. massive yeah, ones, the you know. And Black Panther, you've said already, looks like, I mean, he just looks unbelievable in the really trailers. Does. I mean, just, and apparently the guy who plays him is, is playing him to a T. They can't wait for his film. Yeah. Uh, I went through a thread on Twitter of just vines of, of his action and how he just, he just grabs a Captain America's shield and just drags it down. Pure power, you know. It's just like whoa. So basically, like, like when you look at the teams, you actually do think this is not even a contest. But like, like um, Stu said, I think the leveler is her if she can take down basically a a godlike being because that's what Thor called him. You know, anybody who can pick up the hammer (laughs) is 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 worthy. Is is worthy. And um, so I think the thing with the vision is he might not have fully developed or understood what he's his powers are and potentially is a little bit so i think well we'll see but we, we will um, yeah we will but yeah. like, like we were only going by what we've seen in oh yeah yeah yeah. which is which is which is pretty yeah, yeah. pretty silly of us to be <laughs> to, no no, to, no to but be. that's the whole point isn't it do you know what i mean so yeah i'm uh same to an extent i i think ant-man's got a few tricks up his sleeve which uh we probably won't spoil no. um and i think oh, well, quite interesting <laughs> You can if you wish. Um, Legos already spoil it if you're if you're a fan of the Lego collections. Um, yeah. But it, uh, Ant-Man certainly. Um, I think Bucky himself is. I think the Winter Soldier is is damn tough. I think him and Cap teaming together might be quite crucial in it all. Um, he is tough, man. He's he he, him fighting. There's a scene tough. of there's a trailer of him fighting um, Iron Man, and he's yeah. just him on his own is taking all of them on, like Romanov and another agent, and and him, and he's just. Holding them off, ease with ease. Poor old Hawkeye. No one selecting Hawkeye as always. <laughs> <laughs> always a bridesmaid. Um, but that's the thing. Like it's it's a really good mix, and I think it's you know they'll get it right. I think they'll perfectly get the, the screen time. I think the one thing that shocked me when I've read about the kind of reviews and stuff is that Spider Man actually gets a little bit more airtime than I thought he would. He's um, about twenty minutes. There's supposed to be 20 minutes of Spider-Man, See, about, about 10 minutes of Peter Parker. Apparently, that, though, apparently though, he nails it as Peter Parker. Well, yeah, uh, you know, everyone said he's just the perfect kind of Spider-Man, which is great. And I think 
having been announced this week that Iron Man Tony Stark's going to be in in Spider Man Homecoming, yes, it'd be quite interesting to see where they go around that. Stu's already predicted the post credit scene Iron Spider. Oh yeah, suit which you know I'd love to see because um, you know Spider Man for me I've come around a little bit because. I was in the uh, kind of tired of the the concept, but you're, I think uh, you're like everybody else is as well. Well, a little bit, but uh, my little boy just adores Spider Man, and actually, if you look at that perspective, kids just Spider Man's oh. always the one they just gravitate to. But don't, didn't we though as kids as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've started going back, and I've been rewatching the the '94 cartoon. Well, I just got that on DVD. Really, Jacob. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> It's really wet my appetite for it, but a lot of it has actually come from Tom Holland himself. Because watching his training videos that he puts on Instagram, he seems to have come from some kind of a a gymnastics background anyway. Because he's very agile, and he's he's putting up videos of doing somersaults and flips and stuff in his back garden, and he's taking this incredibly seriously. And you've got to respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think we've said that whenever we cover these kind of things, is that the actors that take it most seriously and the ones that do their own stunts where they want to and they can and really put a lot of effort in, generally, they, they fit the role better and they, they suit the vision. And I think, well, I think everyone that's cast in Marvel generally does such a great job. And I think that, you know, because, you know, Disney, Marvel and, and Sony have come to a good agreement that actually we'll get Spider-Man that we kind of deserve to see. So, yeah. And I'm there's no more origin. Excited. There will not be a fucking origin story, thankfully. Exactly, exactly, which is crucial. Um, I think to cover it a little bit, so we talked about all the strengths of different different superheroes. If you could pick like the ultimate five aside, which which five would you you put on your team? Gags. Oh, Are we saying whole whole, whole Marvel? Marvel yeah, whole Marvel. Just open oh. your, your 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 mind. Okay, so I want to make it a bit strong, but then a bit funny as well. So, so, because uh, I like a bit of comedy, so I'm going to go with Hulk, obviously, because he's my yes. favourite. So he, he basically, if you've got Hulk on your five-a-side team, you're pretty much won. You've won because yeah, he stick him in goal, no one scores. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not taking football; we're taking five-a-side. No, but anyway, still. But, yeah. Okay, Iron Man. You know, I love uh, a wisecrack, King, comic timing, brilliant. Um, okay, so then to go the Hulk way, another one who's pretty much undefeated was Wolverine. So. Um, nice. I, I, I think again, ha- having <laughs> having Hulk, Iron Man, and Wolverine in a team is what the fuck, you know. <laughs> and, and then the man who just makes it what the fuck even more is Deadpool. So, <laughs> yes. so that's a nice one to add on to the comic. He'll make them laugh. And then I was see, I don't know, is Kilgrave a real Marvel c- uh, character? Is it? Is he it, is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I was gonna go kill Kilgrave because that's kind of like we'll win everything then. You know, because he'll just tell people. But I'm, 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 I'm gravitating towards Magneto. Nice. Because Magneto's like bloody. God, that's an indestructible team you've just picked there. I know. So Thanks. I'm going to go Magneto. Kilgrave, you know, is on the periphery of it. But I think Magneto, Wolverine, Deadpool, Iron Man, Hulk is funny, serious, and hard-hitting in one go. Nice. Stu? Okay. Well, I, you, you stole Wolverine off me, you sod so I, i'm gonna try and go with a few slightly left field ones okay. i've got to say got to say wolverine because the guy can't realistically be killed by most people i've yeah. got to go for thor because i love thor i am a thor whore <laughs> and i i'm proud of it. Um, 
I'm going to go with uh, Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers. Incredibly powerful, massively underrated. To throw a villain in there, got to say Thanos. Thanos is one of the most powerful villains slash characters in the whole entire comic universe. And um, just because he's one of my favourite characters ever, Venom. Venom's a shout. Because Venom's, uh, again, probably my... <laughs> I always, I say everyone's my favourite villain, but she's definitely top five. <laughs> you do though every week. Every week I say such and such a body, but Venom really is one of my top. You love yeah. everyone, don't you? Really? You yeah, I like. I basically like everything apart from Storm. I hate Storm. Yeah, yeah. I hate Storm. I don't think many people like Storm, do you? No, Storm shit. Yeah, so there you go. So right. Thor, Wolverine, Miss Marvel, Thanos, and Venom. That's I can't really argue with that. It's it's tricky, really, because I I I look at the kind of non superhero like unbeatable perspective. So I I'd, I'd want Punisher in mind because I was thinking about it, man. Oh, I just think I sniping, him. just sniping from further back is just a a powerhouse. Yeah, but, but then he's if he's ruthless, up against he? Hulk, oh, he's ruthless. Yeah, that's true. He's 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 ruthless. Just just slightly off topic. There was rumours that Daredevil was going to be in this film. You don't think they've got a curveball? No one's no. mentioned it anyway. No, no, no. In, in Civil War? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it'll happen. That would be a marker. We would have known by now, but um, yeah, uh, it was it was kind of heavily, strongly rumoured for a while. But um, I think I don't think it's the right the time. Ball. I think I do think that they will bring Daredevil into the fold eventually. But I think a better segue would be maybe to bring him into the the second Spider-Man film and then Spider-Man leads him in with the Avengers, similar to what they've done with Ant-Man. So Ant-Man starts as his own film. Then he gets introduced to the Avengers sort of through Falcon and then he gets brought into Age of Ultron. So I think we might see Daredevil maybe in Infinity War. That would be... That would yeah, be that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. So with this film, I, I think the, the one thing we've got to cover, and we, we've talked about it a few times in the past, is that the trailers for this film, I've never seen so much hype around any trailer of any film, any genre in my life, to be honest. And I know the internet being what it is now means that you'll get much more buzz on social media. Obviously, people retweeting and on Facebook. And it's basically you go on when a trailer's been released in the States and you'll see it in about 50 different kind of media outlets and IGN and all the rest of them. And, and you know, but... I think that the trailers on these films not only are spectacular, they really are worthy of, you know, they, you know, you watch them and you want to see the film, which is what trailers should do, but you want to learn more about it and you want to see what's going to happen next. And, and they've teased things really, really cleverly in the trailers. I don't think they've thrown too much of the storyline at you. So there's any spoilers there. Um, I remember uh, Stu talking about this a lot when the trailers first came out. So do you remember watching them first time, Stu? Yeah. Uh, every single one of them has been just groundbreaking. The, the first one, I think I must've watched a lost count at about 15 and I, I sort of did the same with the third or the second one, the one that featured Spider-Man that the, the one that featured Spider-Man, I would say was probably the, the best marketed one. Yeah. It was about, about 48 hours before they leaked it to a Mexican news outlet saying, look, there's a trailer coming in a couple of days. 
it's got the first sightings of Spider-Man and gradually it just started weaving its way around the world and just as it was hitting fever pits, bang, they dropped the trailer and they always do it at the perfect time, middle of the afternoon UK time, about three, four o'clock because then we get it in the afternoon depending on what coast you are in America, you've still got plenty of time to get it shared, retweeted, whatever, all all across the internet and it just builds and builds and builds but like you said, I've never seen a campaign like this. You know, Deadpool was good. Deadpool was was more the viral route. Oh, smart, and, yeah. And Superman uh, versus Batman versus Superman was more the you know fist in your throat with you know Superman and Batman. They they went the opposite. <laughs> they went they went they went everything. We're on the back yeah. of every. I really didn't know when you said fist in the. I didn't know where you were going there. <laughs> what are you trying to do? <laughs> show. Um, it's like a family show, but you know. No, I, we've talked about this, right? Their their budget for Batman vs Superman for marketing alone is 110 million dollars, which is just you, you you know people produce like Deadpool was cheaper than that as a whole film. Do you know what I mean? Like you watch films and you think, all oh, right, it'll have cost X amount to make, but that film just you know I think it it knew it had to make up. A little bit. I know. I know you like it, Stu, and I know you hate it, Gags. But what's that? <laughs> I, um, the, the Batman versus Superman film. Oh yeah, but, don't worry. Um, yeah, that's fine. But I, no, no, no. But we're in the. I'm kind of in the middle uh, now after kind of bit of time. But that had to force the the marketing route. And it's not that Captain America hasn't been heavily marketed. It has, but it's just much more intelligent. I mean, oh, me God. and Stu were so getting the buzz. You know, when you you retweet which which team you're in, and you get the response saying you chosen wisely from the that? oh, that's that, so that clever. really was clever and it was instant as well there was yes. literally it was my first one was a couple of minutes but then Ali, they, they blanked Ali for four hours and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he deserves that I know <laughs> they, they, um, that I really was clever and I, I they also did a lot of they, they, I don't remember a lot of other films or campaigns like this where they've had their own hashtags with the pictures because then no. Superman Batman jumped on the back of it and X-Men Apocalypse has jumped on it today with their latest trailer. Yeah, Star Wars did it quite successfully. Yeah, last. he did. Um, but then since then, yeah, it's quite clever, those kind of subtle things, because it just gets people excited, and that's the whole point. It's all about the buzz. They, but yeah, that was really clever. And, I, and our mate at, at 433, Chris, got what he thought was a uh, a direct Oh, thing. God, yeah. Because it said, hi, Christopher. But I, I did say to him, you know, the, the most common names in the world, they've probably chosen about 10 of those. Was that one off Paul Bettany? Oh, I can't remember who he got. Did he get the Falcon? I'm not sure, actually. Yes, you're um, right. It was, it was I, got cap. I got I got Cap. I did. Did you? He was going, Iron Man, a... seriously? <laughs> <laughs> there was a few, it's like so you say, there was, there was a Christopher, and I think I saw a Mark and a John, and a Michael, and stuff like that. And like you say, they've obviously picked the top ten well, boys and girls' names, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Chris. <laughs> sorry, oh, Chris. So Chris. No, 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 but I still like it. I like the concept. It's really clever. Oh, it really is. Uh, it's, it's, like you said, it's just one more thing that keeps it relevant and just keeps people talking. But you know what and, the big point is, though, here, guys? That yeah. When, when Batman versus Superman spends that much money, it tells you that they're actually quite desperate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this movie doesn't need to be desperate because, like we've always talked about, they've got this big backlog that's built up a fan base. They know, even if they yeah. didn't do a lot of this, it was gonna, it's going to get massive. You know, it's just going to... Even if they're just leaked trailers only 
all yeah. over the internet, it would just go boom because one, I think the what quality want, of it as well looks great. Yeah, I think what they want is it to is not just go boom. I think they want it to topple everything that's gone before. I think I think what what Disney Marvel in particular, what the Disney element, um, as we know with Star Wars, is that they they just want to, you know. It's merchandise and it's film and it's it's audience and it's box office and they just want to encapsulate everything to make it successful. And people who think that's about money and, and maybe a lot of the time it is, but I think the big thing about Marvel is anyone I've seen involved, particularly like James Gunn and the Russo brothers and all the actors and stuff, I think they genuinely want it to be a success because they want people to watch the film, you know, and they want people to enjoy it. And I think that's slightly different than than Warner Brothers. It felt like that's that's about the money. I don't, I don't know, maybe it's because of the marketing budget or the, the style of the way it's been released, but um, this does feel a little bit more like, you know, obviously they want to make money and, and they want to be successful, but it, it just feels like they, it means a little bit more to the people involved. Um, it feels You don't genuine. have to be so blatant, do you? you can, it can be about the money without making it abundantly clear that it's about the money. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean. The, the Russo brothers have been, they've had a good couple of weeks. They've been doing a lot of things on, on Instagram, just filming little videos with a couple of members of Team Cap and then a couple of Team Iron Man. And Robert Downey Jr. has been stoking the fire really well, as, yeah, as they always perfect. do. But we, we saw it a year ago, didn't we, between Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt and uh, Chris Evans were stoking the flames around, uh, it, I think it was the Super Bowl, and the loser had to go to a, a children's hospital in, in their costume. And they love doing stuff like this. And they're, yeah. they're all very, very clever. And you just know that they're doing it without direction. They're not being told by the studio, yeah, this will be really good PR. They're doing it because, like you say, they care about the projects, they care about the characters, they care about the universe that they're in because they all want it to be as as successful as possible because they all want 10 films out of it. Yeah, they do. They, it's stupid not to be, isn't it? If you're, yeah. if you're, if you're not into it, then you're not going to be. You're not going to be successful. And what they've Absolutely. done is they've bought in all these people. But we've talked about this so many times. The casting is so spot on. Yeah. It feels <laughs> like they've become those people. Like when oh, you see them, the, you know, like we're seeing seeing uh, what's his name, Thor's name. It was, oh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, see, yeah. Seeing him in a different movie is like, ah, fuck that. He looks so awkward in other... <laughs> it's weird seeing Thor speak with an Australian accent. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> you know, it just... It no, just you're right. Weird. They have become their characters. And I think that's the... You know, I think that there's a few that are really good at crossing over because you'll never see... Mark Ruffalo typecast necessarily. Do you know what I mean? No, but he's perfect in these films. Um, and I, and again, I mean, look, we've got to talk about Iron Man because we're going to talk about Cap. So Downey Jr. is pretty much the perfect Tony Stark. And I, I still think that visually he is the best casting they've done. Ever. It, it, yes, it, it's ever. as if it's like weird science. It's as if he went and sat on a computer, took a picture of Tony Stark, and said, "Right, make him real." And they, they couldn't have done any better. Chris Evans looks every part Steve Rogers. Uh, Mark Ruffalo looks every bit the classic Bruce Banner. But Robert Downey Jr. is pretty much physically and sort of personality-wise, and even historically the way he's acted, he is Tony Stark. But He's had the substance problems. He's had the trouble. Oh, yes. had yes. the phase of nailing everything that's got a pulse and probably some things that haven't so he, he really has lived a life you can you could find 
another Captain America though. You could find another Hulk. I think you could. Yeah. I think you could. You could. No, you, I think you, you know, like, like what you say, I know what you're saying that they they are perfect right now. But if you looked, on, there isn't something about the character that they're playing that can't be played by another actor. Whereas Tony Stark, how he's played, how he's acted, is very difficult to find anywhere else. Do you get me? I think you made that yeah. point. That's the kind of point you're making anyway in yeah. terms of what he is. But I reckon you could do that for the others. I reckon you could. Uh, maybe Thor maybe might be difficult because he, he is playing it perfectly, I think. But, well, but I think that but, Iron Man's but, in a bit of a unique position because those other characters, I mean, those two in particular that you just mentioned, hmm. they're still around in the characters, but not in, in the comics, sorry, but not in their current guise. Right, Steve okay. Rogers is at the moment, he's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. and Captain America is Falcon. Ah, so, okay. Whereas, so about, doesn't it? Yeah, so it, we don't know what's going to happen, but the logical thing is that the S.H.I.E.L.D. goes to Bucky, then it goes to to falcon um and similarly with thor uh, i won't spoil it because it's quite a recent storyline but there is somebody else who has taken over mjolnir something's happened and the man that we know as thor is no longer worthy and somebody else has taken up the hammer but once tony stark's done as iron man he's got to be retired maybe tony stark is still there as a consultant to shield or he has you know a a five or ten minute cameo but when, once he puts the armor down, they've got to move away from him. They've just got to, because yeah. he's been. It, it would be a disservice to him to to try. Old. He's getting old, though. You can tell. Yeah, it's a bit like Wolverine as well, isn't it? I, I, you know, I know it's going off subject a bit, but you, you don't really see how they'll replace Hugh Jackman they because can't. he's. I, I've already said I don't want them to. I want them to go down the route of uh, bringing in the, uh, his his daughter clone, um, code name X twenty three, because he's the same. He's done. Wolverine for 16 years now. Wow. wow. It, it's t- you can't recast that. It's a what? It is. Yeah, it, I know. I know. It, it, it's Rory said in the past about this is like Robert Downey Jr's second career. He's had his his early years, then he sort of had his troubles. He he went away literally away to prison. He came out and since then he's just completely rejuvenated himself and he's reinvented himself and yeah, he did start off, was was Iron Man before Sherlock Holmes? I don't know if yes. it was. Yes, but, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, he got those off of the back again, of that. Because again, I mean, and he's perfect in those as well. I mean, they're not, you know, I think Cumberbatch does such a great job in those, you know, the BBC versions. But and I think he's going to be, you know, great later in the year in, in uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. To be honest, you know, but again, casting is always the key in these things because, you know, I actually think Ben Affleck did a good job in. In, in Batman versus Superman, but you look at those films and you think that the casting was so on the fence with it and people were really against it, which they commonly are with Batman. But with with these films, whenever they cast someone, everyone's like, yeah, that's that's a really good decision. You know, no one and, ever goes, oh, I don't think that's going to work or, you know. And they also seem uh, very single-minded. Like Benedict Cumberbatch is a great example. They've been trying to get Benedict Cumberbatch for a while. And rather than saying, you know what, we can't do it because he's doing Star Wars and uh, Star Trek, sorry, and yeah. then he's doing Sherlock, they've waited and they've said, you know what, Stephen Strange is Benedict Cumberbatch. We will wait two years because I think it's been about yeah, somewhere between eighteen so. months and two years that they've been trying to get him on board. So that that vision that they've got, they would rather do it well and late than do it. You know, to meet their original state and and yeah. like they want their they want their A game, they don't want their B game. Even though yeah. the B game would still be 
it would make half a billion dollars. It would be a smash hit. They, <laughs> they want the man that they wanted when they first conceived the idea. Yeah, I think Chris Pratt's always worth mentioning this discussion oh, as well. Yeah, I just, I adore the man. But the guy was, what, he's four stone he had to lose to get in shape for Guardians. And he was really well known for his comic timing. He was always the kind of sidekick actor. He never really got a lead. And James Gunn just said, no, he's the guy I want. And they, they threw a lot of other actors at him. Uh, probably ones in much better shape than he was at the time. And he probably visually looked the part. But he's like, no, after he was um, screen tested, there's no one else. And we'll have to wait until he's ready. And the guy, you know, duly did six months of probably your hardest intensive Mate, gym. you get work, offered you that imagine. role. You yeah. get offered that role, right? You get offered that script and then you're not going to lose the weight. It's, it's No, it's career changing for him though, isn't it? It's, it's massive. You know, it, it's like for him, he's done that. Uh, Jurassic World is also one of the highest grossing films of all time, which he was obviously He was good leading. in it as well. He was good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He kind of held it together to an extent. It was a bit of a mess, but he did He did a good job in it. <laughs> and then he's in The Magnificent Seven, which is a remake, which is quite a big film. And obviously he's back in, in Guardians 2, and, and I'm sure they'll, they'll do another Jurassic Park that he'll be in, and, and, and onwards and upwards. And, and fair play to the guy, because he's one of those kind of – comedic actors that's gone through and probably gets by all right and had a nice lifestyle and he's gone no actually it's not selling out in the slightest it's it's trying to basically reinvent your career and and make more of it because you've always been the the guy in the peripheral and i think for a director to see that in an actor is is what makes it it's more special so the same with the Punisher, if we're ever going to go down those routes. I've never seen better casting than John Burnsell as a Punisher, to be honest. So, sticking on topic a little bit, there's there's some heavy rumours in this film, and I'm not sure, Stu will probably know better than me, someone was rumoured to die in this film, of, of an Avenger as such. If, and I'm not sure if that's the case, because I've not read any true spoilers, but if that was the case... And I think I know a universal answer. Which one would you get rid of and why? <laughs> the guy with the bone. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye, I'm afraid. Look, you know what it is, right? All the others have, you know, I mean, I know you guys have always said you'd like to see a movie of his own. but Not his. We'd, we'd like... Um, we want a Netflix series. Right, okay. But, I, but not I, of him. We wanted... Um, we wanted the Black Widow. Romanoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he would be involved in that in some capacity. That's yes. fine. Then. Yeah, because that makes sense. Because he's the only one that if you killed off, you actually wouldn't miss... Maybe oh, you'd miss you'd miss a couple of maybe one line. Like War Machine was, is is my other one, and, and that was the heavy rumors. But I yeah, well, best. that's the thing is that's teased heavily in the ad. Yeah, and you know that they never do that. They never no, tell you the real thing. And and exactly. anyway, you'd miss it, Don Cheadle a little it, bit, but well, you would. A little anybody, bit. anybody could do War Machine, right? It, it's just it's a, a misdirection, isn't it? That you see, uh, you see War Machine flying through the air. You see what, what looks like a, a massive energy beam from yeah. the vision go across his chest and then oh is it the vision you think okay I think it's the vision okay I'll be interested to see that it's either the vision something's happened where the vision has changed sides or Scarlet Witch it's Winter Soldier has got some kind of a massive laser you see see Iron Man cradling him on the floor don't you and he's got like his chest plates all ruined but as Gags just said they are not going to give away something like that in the first trailer 
It's no, a total mystery. He's going to be out cold because he's fallen. Yeah, because what they sh- what they're showing is that Iron Man's going to be pissed. It's yeah, pretty yeah. much that's what they want to know. That there's vengeance coming, and and I think you know what about the movie. Sorry to to cut this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But about the movie, that's the thing that's drawing me in, though. That that they they're now going to build real personal issues between these guys, and it's it's at the moment you know it's all going to be political to start with. It's all political, right? Yeah. But it becomes personal. Very much. That so. is the bit that's going to draw us all hook, line, and sinker because they've built these characters. We've lived with them pretty much in our lives on our TVs, you know, uh, 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 on our iPhones, whatever, wherever we watch them. And they've come through for the last, what, seven years, eight years, is it now, um, Stu? How long has it been? Uh, eight years. Yeah, I eight think, years. Yeah. So, so uh. long. And now they're going to get to the point where this is getting personal between them. And man, it's just like drama. Oh my yeah, God. no, it's perfect, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, the political element of it will be interesting because there will be a lot of scripts and story around that. It's a big film, it's two and a half hours, but it's that personal vendetta that they're going to have against each other. And I think one of my favourite moments of Age of Ultron is the is the, the wood-cutting scene in the in the back garden. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you when... send me the vine enough. Oh, I know. Gift, when, Rogers just, when Rogers just gets tired of it all and rips it in half, <laughs> I just, I absolutely adore that. Just because it's a lot of posturing between the two. Do you know what I mean? And they, and they do have that from, from the Avengers onwards. Um, even when they first meet, they have a lot of posturing. It's always, you know, whenever they're fighting, it's always those two that tend to clash together. Oh, um, yeah. The, the, there's a constant, there's, there's very much a leadership struggle, isn't there? Yeah. It's seen as the leader because. He's got the strategy, he's got the tactics, he's led military units in operations for years, but Tony very much sees himself. I mean, he, he says, I, f- I think it's in Age of Ultron, he, he says something like, oh, I'm just the one that, you know, I'm just the one that makes you all look good, or I just provide all the tools and stuff, and he does seem to have a big chip on his shoulder that he provides all the cool tech, he gives them the base and all the rest of it, yet Cap is always regarded as being the leader. Yeah, with the the argument between the two about putting on the suit and why you without the suit, you know, billionaire awesome. playboy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's between those two, isn't it? At that stage when they're yeah. on, on the helicarrier, yeah, and that's and that's thing. early in. That that's not even halfway through the film, I don't think. No, it's probably an hour in to Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, and and even when you know Iron Man and and Thor having the you know the fight in the park, which or in the in the in the forest, um, you know Cap's the one that turns up. He's the one that's trying to keep the peace, but also it's also you know he's the one that wants to gain control, and and there is that element between them even at those stages. Um, and yeah, you're right, Stu. There is a certain power struggle, and obviously you know. Age of Ultron's not the the shining moment for for Tony Stark in his quest for for peace because he he brings about destruction and, and war really so that's why it's going to be very interesting. But you can see on. where it comes from. It's Tony's done the wrong he's done the the wrong thing, but for all the right reasons. His whole shtick about but isn't that why we do this so that we don't have to fight? Yeah, and that that's a really noble cause and and. To, to go back to your original question, as in, if we could choose a character to die, I actually do think that the character that, that dies has to be Captain America. I do think it should follow the, the comics. Yeah. Because it, it sets up the universe. No. Not, not just the way it, it, 
not just it sets it up it, to follow the comics specifically, but I do think they've got the it gives Bucky the chance for his ultimate redemption. That there seems to be a redemption element for Bucky. He's he spent decades as the most high-profile assassin in the world. He's taken out world leaders all across the planet. And he, he was a ghost. He was a shadow. Nobody even knew if he was real. Now they know he's real. He's hunted by his, his friends, teammates, and what have you. I would love if maybe not in this film, in a, net, in a following-on film, Bucky gets the chance to be redeemed by something's happened to Steve. He's being killed look, he trusted you more than anyone. You know, I, I know he would have wanted you to have this and somebody presents him with the shield. I, I, I just think it's got to happen. I don't think it will. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't say, think they're brave enough to do I, it because killing say, Chris Evans would be... Yeah, I was going to say, look, I'm not... I'm, you know, Iron Man's my favourite character, but that doesn't mean that I don't like um, Captain America. Oh, we, we, we have, this, we have yeah. this big we have this big war, like people, by the way, oh, this is going to let you down now that we're all friends, really. But, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, we have this big war and stuff, but in reality, we like all the characters. It's, it's just, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like a bit of, It's just a bit of... Yeah, apart from Hawkeye. <laughs> apart from Hawkeye, fuck Hawkeye. him. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, Captain America... I can't imagine a movie, an Avengers movie without him. Like, everybody that's in it. I know you say it changes a lot and going forward, but it, right now, after the first two and, and this coming up, you can't actually imagine it without Chris Evans. You know, he is a major part of what they've built and he's brilliant at what he does. We have our preferences. That's different. We don't hate, like, you know, people, oh, people oh. actually think that we hate different characters. We don't. It's a bit of fun. So, so I actually really like him. So I really don't, I really hope he I, doesn't die. I can't imagine an Infinity Wars without, without Captain America in it. What they could do is, the same with Iron Man. So thinking it's, logically, it's, they could sidestep it. They could replace the death with a retirement. Hmm. They, they could have something happen well, where he becomes so disillusioned with the world that he spent 70, 80 years fighting for has now turned against him. The government that he served so diligently has turned its back on him mm-hmm. and he could hand in the shield. Cause I, I've already made my prediction. I, I think yeah, your awesome. predictions are probably uh, where I, I awesome. feel it's going to go. because <laughs> My predictions are awesome. What is the prediction? I, I I think that w- there's already a split at the minute between the the old Avengers and in inverted commas and the new Avengers mm-hmm. War Machine Scarlet Witch Falcon. So I think we're going to see the first part of Infinity Wars is going to be the new Avengers trying to take on Thanos. You realise they can't mm. do it. So then Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, uh, Thor, Bruce Banner are all going to have to come back in because they realise you know what. We might be the new Avengers, but you guys are the Avengers, and then they all come together to become like the the know. fucking Avengers or whatever. I don't. I well, don't know if I'll enjoy the first Avengers without them, lot though. The only there's, there's no guarantee I, that they're I, I not going to be in it. That's right. just my prediction. I, I yeah. Just, it, otherwise, how the hell are they going to span that that fight out to cover almost six hours on screen? I, I don't the, care. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the crucial element with it is that, again, Russo Brothers did Winter Soldier. They've done this film, and they're going to do the two Infinity Wars films. So I think the continuity of having the same directors, Perfect. if they can bring together this kind of personnel, and there's a lot of characters here to bring in, I think they'll get it right over what is going to be you know, five hours plus of film. Well, you know, um, what, you know what the, the, the suggestion is for Civil Wars roster, don't you? You're talking something like 60 main characters. For, for Infinity Wars, yeah, it, exactly. Infinity Wars, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's going to break, it's supposed... Well, because they've got to bring Guardians into the element, and you'd think Doctor Strange would be you know, playing some kind of part. And yeah, it's, it's going to be great, because, well... We, there yeah. is 
This film, we've not even seen this film, and, and I'm with you. I, I genuinely think this is going to be one of my favourite films. And You've just reminded me of something yeah. that I think that could... I think there is more chance of seeing Star-Lord or somebody from the Guardians universe in Civil War than there is of seeing someone from, like, Daredevil. It's, there it, is, I think we would have heard of that, but, yeah. It, it's long uh, been rumoured that we might see Star-Lord, because, bearing in mind, Star-Lord is from Earth, it's not unthinkable that at some point word might reach out into the galaxy that there's all these, they presumably wouldn't know them as heroes, but there's all these strong powered individuals and shit's going wrong and they're all fighting. And you might think, hang on, hang on, what the hell has happened to earth in the last like 20, 30 years since I've been away? Not saying it will happen. No, because Guardians 2 comes before Thor 3, doesn't it? Am I Uh, right? uh, Yes. And I think that's when the crossover will happen. I think Guardians, Guardians Thor, filming. Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. I think it'll. I think that's where the crossover will happen. But um, to be honest, I don't know. We talk about it in football and other things. That it's not always about the players on the team sheet. It's it's about the way it comes together. Do you know what I mean? Because you can like all your favourite characters, but if there's no story, no script to back it up, oh then it'd still be dull. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, and if they don't you, bounce off each other, it's going to look shit. Yeah. And that's why Spidey and Tony Stark's going to be quite exciting to see because those two are we legendary, for known that. for their, their kind of relationship <laughs> together, you know. Um, and I think that's the thing. It's it's all these different, you know, connections and um, I think it's going to be great. And we haven't really even touched on there will be an antagonist in a different form. So um, Crossbones is going to be in it as the, the villain and I'm not sure how big a role. Stu, do you know of any other villains? Or is uh, that Baron one? Zemo. Right. Baron Zemo, well, they, they've sort of distanced themselves. Baron Zemo's quite a classic Marvel villain, but the character that they're doing now, um, played by Daniel Bruhl, he's, he's not taken on the Baron Zemo role 100%. They've, they've loosely based him on the comics character. He wears a, a pinky purple uh, mask, uh, but they're, they're not going down that route. It, from what I understand, the main villain is supposed to be Crossbones, and Zemo's kind of in the background. Zemo might be maybe he's the puppet master. He's he's pulling the strings, and he's got Crossbones actually going out, and he's the muscle. Because we've now seen it in yeah. the last trailer, we've now seen Crossbones' suit in much better detail. He's he's sort of got. It's like a, a steroid version of, of an Iron Man suit, isn't it? It's armor. He's got weapons. It looks like he's got guns. But then he's got these incredible things over his fist. He's got like pneumatic hands. And and we that, that was I think that was actually the first on-set photos that leaked was Captain America fighting crossbones in some uh, some sort of market. I, I, like, yeah, like I, I think, I think it's like going to be Cap and um, Winter Soldier, and there's going to be well, I don't know. I think. It, it's 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 Falcon's rumoured to be involved in, in various other things. So I think he's the antagonist, isn't he? I think he's the one that's supposed to. He, he looks like it, but we've also fight. got a bit a bit of a left field antagonist with um, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is coming back in. He he in a way yeah. part, he's part of the bad the the the, the bad side of things because he's he's the one that's really driving the the Sokovia Accords forward and. He's the one that's the head of this task force or this mm. this division that's been created to bring them all in. And we see the bit in the – it looks like they've gone to arrest them, but they've freely given themselves up. And you see Cap Shield gets taken past them in front of the camera. Yeah. And they take Falcon's suit. And it's like they've kind of been arrested, but without actually slapping the cuffs on. And so he he's coming out – he's not exactly coming out of this smelling of roses. 
but he probably isn't going to have that big a part. He's probably no. only going to be in it for about maybe the first yeah the first half hour half and hour, yeah, yeah then I think moves so. on. It looks like it, it starts off as that. Then we're really going to get to the meat and bones of Bucky and what he has and hasn't done. And then I think we'll see Black Panther gets introduced as the the neutral ground and he. There's so the, much, man. So, yeah, there is it's so hard much. to storyboard it because I, I remember we talked about it in the Batman Superman preview. We we've, we yeah. knew before the film came out, we knew 75% of the run and order just because they've made it abundantly clear from the, the previews, the, the interviews, and then the trailers. Whereas this, we don't know, we know all these things happen, but we've got no idea. Like the, the big fight at the airport, we don't know, that, that can't be towards the end. It, I, I think, I it's think relatively, that's the halfway point. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the, the end battle is certainly between Cap and, and Iron Man from what everyone is is predicting, and that's what you want, isn't it? You know, you want the the two to come together after all the all that's gone on before. So, I mean, it's going to be, think it's gonna be epic. Point, from from the airport fight scene. I think that Cap and, and Bucky are going to go off somewhere. And Iron Man's going to find them, and that's when you're going to see that brilliant fight scene where Iron oh, Man gets double fighting, passing the shield round. And but while that's going on, we're going to see some shit going on outside, and that's when the the Ant Man thing happens, which I'm not going to spoil, but I really want to. No, any like I've seen the trailer; mate. it just looks amazing. Any, nice. Anyone that's anyone that's seen either the Lego set or any fellow Funko uh, Pop vinyl collectors like me will already know what happens with Iron Man. But then there's the really awesome bit, which I think Gags is talking about, where you see Ant-Man on the end of a, an arrow. Yeah. Which is straight yeah. out the comics, and they put it in cartoons. That is just... That's Super, one of the things that Ant-Man for. He becomes like a human bullet. And you know and what? I didn't notice that. My daughter did. Can you believe yeah. it? She's become such a... <laughs> she's such a... Oh, my God. She's I'm read... so proud. She, sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's read um, Death of Superman. She's now reading the Spider-Man, uh, the first uh, the first uh, issue, uh, the, the, the graphic novels. And she took him to school, and she's read a World War II book at the same time, and she's reading this, and the teacher's like, you know what? You're getting a really good, diverse range of reading. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So that's brilliant. So yeah, because they say uh, reading comics, um, it's, it's more fantasy, so it, your mind works. That was essentially, you know, um, have you ever seen Back to the Future, when he's got yeah. the almanac, and then he's got, or he's got the porn mag, and then he's got the, the cover in front of it? That was Stu at school. So <laughs> comic book and then he'd have some kind of literature i'm sure i can see it. <laughs> it believe it or not it actually wasn't but it probably would have been me mate mark who was the one that really got me into comics yeah it's and that's the thing isn't it it's yeah it's, you know we're all excited about it we're all going to see it this week mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. friday friday. friday yeah i'm friday's off um, i'm going full full hog i've got like a 22 pound ticket I'm you know when you said you're going full cap. hog, I did imagine you going in full team cap outfit. <laughs> you know what? I've already got an outfit. I'm wearing my Captain America t-shirt, my Avengers uh, boxes, and my Captain America socks. Wow, that's an image. And that's how um, you're going. That's how you're going. Yeah, that's you know, that's it. That's I'm it. not wearing anything else, just those three <laughs> things. <laughs> um, do we think, final question really on this stuff, do we think it'll, it'll outdo... Age of Ultron because Age yeah. of Ultron outdid Avengers. We do. Yes, Damn. I think it, I think you're looking easily one and a half billion global, which I think we could even be talking pushing two. Uh, I really do because nobody expected Age of Ultron to to pull in as much as it has, and it's sort of 
it's treated like the ginger stepchild of of the Marvel universe. <laughs> people don't people don't give it as much credit as they should. I think Josh Whedon didn't help that, you know, a little bit. I read a really recent interview with him where he's he's backtracked a little bit because I, I was just going to say he, he's he's recanted on a lot of the horrible things he said, and he's basically <sighs> said. He was just sort of emotionally drained, wasn't he? It was such a hard project for him. I think it was just such a difficult thing to follow up what was the Avengers. And, yeah. I, and I think they did a great job, personally. They did a very it's, good it's, job. It's not as good. It's not. And it, I don't think it can be. It's really hard to do. But, but we always know, don't really... we? We've made the analogy before. The second film or the second album, if you're a band, it's always harder. That The pressure is after a successful debut. Yeah, the, the the second one expectations have gone through the roof. Yeah, just yeah. they still the made one point two billion. <laughs> yeah, is by anyone's standards, no matter how high your standards are, that is a smash. That is a global box office. Because I don't think there's anything coming out between this and say Suicide, well X Men Apocalypse, but I'm not sure how well that'll do. But I, I don't think there's anything really getting in the way of this. Probably no. going for two months at the cinema, maybe no, there's, there's not and the, doing a kind of Star Wars where they got of the best that, Yeah, based on the way this year is going, you either wanted April for Civil War or you wanted October, November for Doctor Strange because they're the they're the they're the really big windows. Like we we said about Batman Superman, they got a really shit release date. That, that it's too uh, yeah, close it felt Civil sandwiched War. in between. Yeah, it, it did, and I think they probably just missed that their queue and they weren't obviously didn't have the the balls to go direct head to head with it which is quite wise this has everything going for it guys like they obviously civil war it's a captain america movie but it's got a full iron man in there you know it's got iron man it's civil war yeah they've 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 got all these new characters that people are going to be dying to see and then spidey makes an appearance i mean the kids the kids are gonna go ape you know what's the what's the uh do you know what the certificate is for this one um i Think is it a 12? It's, it's probably a 12. If it's a 12, then it's going to go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to go absolutely It nuts. won't be more than a 12. I think it'll be a 12. No, um, if it's a 12, then, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm going to take my girls um, on Monday, um, on the bank holiday. So I, I just think this is going to go, like you said, both of you just said, but it's got yeah. so much going for it. It pretty much is an Avengers movie. I was going to say that. It, it, it basically it feels feel like, like a cat film. Yeah, it feels like they're wrapping up a trilogy almost in this, you know. It, and then yes, when when they like release two the, films, you know, they're releasing the two, obviously the the last two together. That almost feels like a, a different element again. Do you know what I mean? So um, the Infinity Wars, whenever they do that with the final two of a, a film, I, I always kind of don't quite get the full feel. It feels like those films are separate, so this they will might be, not yeah. feel like a trilogy you know it does feel like it links in with the the, the avengers and uh, age of ultron so i'm yeah i'm expecting i'm expecting repeat visits from a lot of people which i think is what batman versus superman has, has struggled with you know i think a lot of people went first especially over the first two weeks but then no one went back um and i think even deadpool with Stu went back about 12 times, but uh, <laughs> you know, other people do go back and watch those kind of films because they're blown away by it and they tell their friends and then they want to go with their friends. And I think this is just going to be absolutely huge. It is. There's yeah. No I, I think you're right with what you've said there. This does feel like the third Avengers film. And then infinity war does feel like its own little, it, it, it is a saga, isn't it? It's it, yeah. the way they're doing it's very strange releasing it 12, 12 months to the day uh, between 
part one. Yeah, and part see, that's quite rare. For the other films that have done it, like Hunger Games and stuff, it's normally six months apart, isn't it, for those kind of yeah. two films. So it's more like a Lord of the Rings kind of 12 months bang. It's basically just oh, one gosh. giant film, yeah. isn't it? They, they obviously couldn't release a five-and-a-half-hour film, no. so the only way to do it was to split it up. But the, you can't lose all the momentum that you're going to have by, by doing a proper 18-month or, or two-year wait. Yeah, and it, It's pretty fair. It, it would have been a little bit ambitious because you think how much promo they do. If they released one in April and then another in October, it just wouldn't work. The, the, the cast would be just dead on their feet. Because they've been promoting this for a good couple of months now, haven't they? Yeah. And then they've got oh, all yeah. the preview. They've got all the uh, the premieres coming up, and then after the premieres, they'll be doing all the press tours. Then after the press tours, they've probably got the. They'll be heading over to Asia because the Asian release is usually a few weeks later, isn't huge it? Huge as well. And, and then they'll do it all it's again because the Japanese market's going to be just. Yeah, I, and I the Chinese market what, so what it's much money in like. the Chinese market. It'll be massive. You see all that stuff in Singapore. Just as a final note, there's a huge fountain in Singapore, and they had this this kind of um, projected imagery of all this Captain America versus no. and stuff. It's incredible. I'll, I've not seen that. I'll, I'm going to have to look. I'll, I'll find that, and we'll uh, we'll stick it on the Twitter so that people it's, can see. Because that sounds good. I think we need to wrap because we'll go on all night otherwise. But honestly, absolute pleasure um, with both of you this evening discussing this. I know we're all super, super excited about it. So, um, and yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, just go back to it. We're, we're 13 in now. Um, and I think we've come quite a long way since our first two episodes back in September, I believe. And it seems six, what six months on. for it as well. Yeah, he joined us for what is the culmination of all our our hopes for the comic book franchise, really. These, these are the films that really got me, you know, the Avengers film is really the one that kicked off all of it for me, you know, and I loved the films that went before it, but, you know, just, yeah, can't wait to see this. This is going to be uh, mental. Any yeah. final thoughts, plugs? Well, the usual plugs from me, um, facebook.com slash pod. Um, we've also got our aicomicpod.tumblr.com, which we're going to try and get some more writing up on. I'm sure I, I will it, write a review of this film. I was going to say, I'm, I think we'll both write reviews of it, or potentially we could do a, you know, we'll do a, a review from both both sides of it, cool. from t- Team Cap side one and Team Cap side two. And we're <laughs> we're going to try and get some more things going up um, on there as we can. We both. Rory writes a lot more than I do, and I'm trying to flex that particular muscle. I really need to create bit. the AI channel blog don't i so we can get it'd be great and, yeah i'll need to think about that soon yeah that that's it for me just uh, as we always do thanks everyone for listening we really do appreciate it and hopefully we can make this one our most listened to so let, if we set a modest figure of maybe ten thousand downloads <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be too greedy so if we say 10 if we get any more than that we'll get some <laughs> donuts in <laughs> well, you know what? I hope um, I hope it does. I hope it does. It's a it's a great pod. Everybody, I think it's a very very popular pod on the channel. Everybody loves it. This is this is what's in right now. You know, it's it's yay. We're cool. Every, it's, it's really, <laughs> being it being You're being, never cool, mate. being a geek. Oh, you bitch. Being a geek is fucking cool. And that's what Anfield Index is all about. It's a bunch of geeks talking numbers, talking tactics, talking comics, TV, the works. So if um, we can make it cool, that would be amazing. <laughs> and yeah, to be honest, I would like the listeners make it cool, could you listen? We don't probably get the numbers, obviously, the football pods and stuff, but we, no. we really do appreciate all the feedback. 
there's some really lovely people that follow us and and listen to every pod pretty much as it comes out as well you know we genuinely do appreciate that so yeah thanks for listening once more those that are and we'll catch up again soon Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.